Today on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we're going to go through WWE, AEW, and New Japan Pro Wrestling News and some of the stuff that happened during the week and what happened this morning in New Japan. That and much more. Grab your seat, sit down because there's going to be a lot of news from these three major federations. That and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. And welcome back to another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. I'm your host, The Ultimate One, coming to you from New York City. And today, I'm just going to bring three main topics. Not much news going on. Um, I'm just going to do the rundowns, the wrestling roundup of what happened during the week. So, I'm just going to go and start off with what the, I think the most major thing that everybody not really paying attention because they're too busy watching AEW and WWE. As NAS, and that's New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, sometime last year, New Japan had announced that they were going to have this thing called New Japan USA. After Impact decided, and Anthem pretty much, decided to kick out um, New Japan out of the Access channel, which they were doing very good and very phenomenal as far as their wrestling was concerned. You was able to watch a lot of the New Japan stuff like the G1 Climax, the you know, the, the some of the tours that they had. They had the New Japan Cup. They had the G1, uh, not the G1, the Super Juniors. All that stuff that you was able to see on Access Channel, including some matches from the Wrestle Kingdom at the beginning of the year. But once Ampton bought Access Channel, they gave a ultimatum to New Japan. It either work with us or you got to get out of our channel. And of course, uh, you know what happened. Um, Anthem ended up kicking out not only um, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, but they also decided to kick out the Women of Wrestling out of their channel. They didn't renew the contract. Even though Women of Wrestling is blaming Tessa Blanchard for that, but... Who knows? Access Channel and Anthem itself, I guess, wanted the Impact to be the only wrestling show in their channel. And they're not doing that great because they haven't even hit the 500,000 mark. So that's not close to show you that they were doing 142,000 as far as wa uh, people watching them. But I'm getting off track right now as far as the Impact, whatever. But New Japan decided that they were going to do New Japan USA. So we know what happened in the beginning of this year with the COVID closed down every wrestling promotion with the exception of WWE and AEW. They closed down everything, including New Japan and Japan. New Japan, I don't know how many shows they canceled. Well, they went and they opened up shop in June and they started a New Japan Cup, the original New Japan Cup that they do in, uh, in Japan every year. The winner of that gets a shot at the IWGP champion. And you know what happened a couple of weeks ago where Evil ended up winning the New Japan Cup by beating Okada. Um, then he goes and turns on Naito, becomes a member of Bullet Club, and then the next night he ends up winning both belts. 
the IWGP World and Intercontinental Champion to become the double double champion. So the what we call the Evil Dick era has started in Bullet Club. So being that now we everybody's wondering, okay, so what's going to happen now? Because New Japan now it looks like they're only using the guys who stood in Japan. There's a bunch of uh, wrestlers who are in the United States like Kenta, uh, Chase Owens, uh, David Finley, the, the Gorillas of Destiny, um, who else? Um, Jeff Cobb. All these guys were wrestling in, you know, they were supposed to be playing wrestling in Lions Club, but I think what happened was uh, New Japan USA decided uh, um, to record matches here in the United States in some on on tour arena or whatever it was. So they decided, why not do the New Japan Cup in USA? It's called the New Japan Cup USA. And they did have a first round tournament this past Friday. I checked it out yesterday and it was not bad. I mean, you had the first bracket, you had Kenta versus Carl Frederick. Carl Frederick is a future of wrestling. He's pretty good. He's from the LA Dojo. He has come up and he gave Kenta a run for his money. The only thing I can say that he did wrong was go toe-to-toe with Kenta as far as uh, hand-to-hand combat. You're not going to win a match with Kenta. Kenta will destroy you real quick. Um, then we had Jeff Cobb against Tangaloa. Uh, it was nice seeing Jeff Cobb and Tangaloa go at it. That was good. Then we had David Finley against Chase Owen. We pretty much knew who was going to win that match. And then we had Tamatanga versus Brody King. Brody King has short hair now. He doesn't have the long hair now. So he cut his hair. He still got that friggin' beard. But that goes to show you right now that New Japan is not playing games. They're trying to make their name for themselves here in the United States. And everybody's focused on AEW and WWE. And everybody's falling asleep on New Japan. And again, and I'm going to say it, I am a big New Japan mark since the 90s. I'm talking about even probably earlier than that, 86, 87, when Big Van Vader was there. Scott Norton, uh... Uh, Hashimoto, Muda, Chono, I, I could go on. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big mark when it comes to New Japan. New Japan slowed down a little bit uh, back in, I think, 2003-2. They went through a phase where they didn't have a lot of wrestlers. WWE had dominated. Uh, WCW had died. So what they had there was what they had. Um, but New Japan is now trying to making a move in the United States. And whatnot. So that's a good thing to do. But now here's the interesting part. Now, as far as that New Japan Cup USA, they're going to continue. Um, I could give you the results right now if you would like. I mean, because a lot of people don't watch New Japan. I think about the only, me and somebody else is the only ones that give New Japan news because nobody talks about New Japan in these podcasts. I don't understand. It. Everybody talks about WWE, AEW. Nobody talks about New Japan. And as far as I'm concerned, New Japan, I can give you the results. What happened? Uh, Kenta beat Carl Frederick. Um, Jack, uh, Jeff Cobb beat Tangaloa in a real physical match. Uh, David Finley beat Chase Owens. We knew that was going to happen. And uh, surprisingly enough, Tamataga beat Brody King. And um, so that, that was the first round. Now next week they'll have the second round. Uh, Juice Robinson was supposed to uh, compete in that tournament, but he got hurt somewhere. I, don't know, I forgot why that was injury, but he's out. But... Here's another interesting story that a lot of people also are not paying attention. And I, I, I mean, 
Like I said, I'm a mark for New Japan, so I'm always on top of New Japan. The Bullet Club situation. Bullet Club, as you know, um, added Evil. Added Dick Togo. Evil became the IWGP and the Intercontinental Champion, the double champion. Here's the problem. that People are saying that Evil is now the uh, leader of Bullet Club. Now, we could debate that back and forth and be like, no, Jay White is the, the, the leader, which originally he is. But the one thing people haven't noticed is that Bullet Club right now is an old Japanese faction. There's no Americans or, 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 or Tongans or, or Swedish guy or Switzerland, Australian guy, whatever. Um, there's none of them out there. Now, I was listening to Tamatanga's uh, Thomas Island podcast this week. And I remember that he had an episode called the Evil Dick Era episode where he talks about how Evil won the title and certain people making moves and whatnot. And he made an interesting um, comment as far as what's going to happen when e when the, you know, Bad Luck, Fale, Jay White, the, the Gorillas of Destiny, um, Kenta, all those guys go back. Is Evil the leader? Because he has the belt. Jay White tried so many times to win that belt. He won it one time, and he only lasted with that belt probably three months, probably two months, because he lost it in Madison Square Garden to Kolkata last year in the G1 Supercar in Madison Square Garden when I was there to see that. So um, so there's going to be a very interesting thing. Are we, are we seeing another probably another civil war that, like, that happened with the elite? You know, I think the difference with the elite and the uh, – and this era right now, the Evil Dick era, is that the elite went out for themselves. They just went and they, they took advantage of because they were part of Bullet Club. They they took advantage of what was going on here while the Bullet Club members, the Tom, the Tongas, weren't getting no no royalties. And they, you know, Kenny Omega back then didn't give a rat's ass about Bullet Club the minute he took over that. Because he made it clear his thing was the elite. And... From that time, from that point, that we have AEW today. So, uh, but it's very interesting situation going on in New Japan. Uh, we have never open way six one six man tag team champions. Now is uh, Hiroki Goto, Joshi Hashi, and Tomohiro uh, Ishii are now the six man never open way champions. They won those belts this morning. Apparently, they put them in a tournament. During some of struggles tour that they have in Japan these last couple of weeks, so um, Bushi and Takush, uh, Shingo uh, Takaji and Evil were the six man tags, but since Evil left, those titles were vacant. So um, it's going to be a very interesting situation going on in New Japan. So guys, keep an eye on that. We'll be right back after this, and we're back. And next up is WWE. And this week, WWE tried to push an envelope that had people scratching their heads and pretty much pointing the fingers at them saying, you're a copycat from another promotion. I was one of them. Well, we saw Monday night. First of all, Monday night they had uh, supposedly Andrade's uh, supposedly poisoned um, one of the members of the Street Profit. Again, stupidity. Bianca Belair went to Selena Vega's house and beat her up. Some bullcrap. Makes no sense. Their storylines suck. And I'm going to keep saying that. Their storylines are sucking. But 
Here they go, and they try to um, do some new concept. And the more I think about it, the more I see it, the more I say they copied it. First, they copied from Lucha Underground because of the environment. Second, they copied from a promo that AEW did with Lance Archer, uh, where Lance Archer beat up all these guys in a make makeshift ring. This one didn't have no rings or pole. And they took, like I said, um, another another concept from um, Bloodsport, uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport promotion. Here's the problem what I have with that. <clears throat> First of all, you're making all these copies. You got Shane McMahon acting like a fool and being, he, he introduced one guy. Uh, this guy was like seven foot about seven feet and then he said he was like 320 pounds and the guy looked at him like he like he was stupid like he, that's not why he waited and then he introduced the other guy and he didn't even know the other guy's name he said well good luck and walks out so there right there i was like Ugh. and then the fighting scene you could tell that if you're gonna make this look like an mma you gotta make it look real this was horrible and i don't care what anybody says uh you hating, it's new, why are you bitching about it? Because the marquee, like I said on my video earlier this week in my YouTube channel, the marquee says wrestling. It does not say mixed martial arts. So what are they going to do? So now, people with Google goggling over the girls dancing and shaking their asses. Again, that doesn't belong in wrestling. Like, and Forgive me if I'm old school if I don't like none of this bullcrap and then this words also going around that WWE's thinking about bringing that attitude um the attitude era uh concept in mixed with this bro underground this is not going to work this is not going to work I'm telling you right now because it doesn't make sense I mean unless you're going to grab probably two or three people and use this bro underground for probably a month or two and then you bring the guys up into the main roster and put them in a <clears throat> in a field with somebody but you could tell WWE so desperate so so desperate to get ratings because they know the ratings are in the tank you know what I'm saying let's go with this how I saw what we saw in Smackdown Retribution and it's true what somebody said they look like a bunch of 15 year old kids I think with Shane Helms that said it looked like 15 year old kids in the ring um, but that part I could say that you know you got to use certain people because you got to make a blueprint. That's not exactly what's gonna happen because Aces and Eight did it when Aces and Eight came out at Impact a couple of years ago. They used uh, probably jobbers to make it look like they were you know part of this uh, this faction, and then at the end of the end, then Devon came out, D'Lo. And Mr. Anderson and little by little they had known names. Now there's rumors going around that Donovan Dijak Dakovic is going to be one of the members, and so is Tommaso Ciampa. I don't know why would Tommaso Ciampa, who's already stressed out because he's not being used at NXT, be part of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Chelsea uh, Chelsea Green maybe being it because, but it just didn't. This was a Nexus. This was a Nexus uh, throwback type of move that took that card out, and, it, and it, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. They went behind and beat up the trainees who were out there. I mean, they blew up the Transformer with a Molotov cocktail. What? What? Blew, come on. 
No, I'm sorry. And then the people call me old school. People may not agree, but this is what I feel that this is what WWE is lacking. The man is out of touch. Who came up with it? And then people, somebody got the nerve and the adaptive thing. Oh, they got all these writers. Somebody came up with this. Nobody came up with this. Because if that was the case, McMahon would have a better product. Because you got 40 writers. And you tell me that out of 40 writers, 10 of them can't come with a real good story. Okay, so don't come and tell me that this was a, 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 a creative writing. It wasn't that creative writing. This was fucking McMahon with his pull-out and Nexus card. That's what I get. He went back to 2012 or 11, whenever the hell Nexus was at back then, and pulled that out and tried to make it. Nexus was Nexus made it look real. Nexus, they beat up everybody. Announcers, they broke stage, they beat up John Cena. They made it look real. I mean, it was chaotic. This was... Look like something from from the projects, you know. Again, go inside and rob somebody, and then and break out with hoods. Come on, stop, stop. This is nonsense. My next topic will be the NXT in NXT with the Pat McAfee thing with Kev, uh, Adam Cole. Um, yeah, they got me. It was a fucking, the fucking work. But like I was telling my friend, I'm like, and I understand his answer. Uh, why you got the longest? NXT champion in a in a, in a in a match with a guy who was a punter for the NFL. I don't care if he's been in the ring, being training with by anybody, John Cena, whatever. When you're in the ring with Adam Cole, you better be on your point. You better cardio better be on point because you're you're going to get hurt. Okay, you're going to get hurt. And this week he 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 punched Adam Cole right in the chest. I hear and. It was just chaotic, and to me, I mean, I understand what my boys telling me. Um, they 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 gotta keep them busy until they bring them up the roster, and when they got fans, we we don't know when we're gonna have fans. With the way things are in this country, we don't know when there's gonna be a, a group of fans, whatever. And and I'm scared for Adam Cole when he comes to the main roster, cause they gonna oh my god, I I don't want to even think about it. He should have just not even. Signed his new contract and left the AEW be with his girl, Britt Baker. He could have been done, you know, he could have done something. But I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's mind-boggling. NXT again, lost to AEW. McMahon is not happy. Um, and it's funny because everybody said that this was Triple H's idea. I don't think it's Triple H's idea. This is, this is McMahon ran all over it. Remember, McMahon loves the headlines. The, the, the ESPN, the this and this and that. And this helped Pat. This helped Pat more than it helps Adam Cole, because Pat's gonna get now more fans, and more you know, he's gonna get more viewers in YouTube, because I mean he got his podcast. So um, a certain podcast made a comment, um, and um, I kind of agree what he said, but then again, uh, he should just be quiet because you already got yourself in trouble. This past May, for the Alexa Bliss situation, you know who you are, and uh, sometimes you need to keep your comments to yourself and just stay out of that. You know what I'm saying? By being celebrity and all that stuff, the guy's getting now. The guy's gonna get more viewers than you, bro. You know what I'm saying you've been losing viewers for a couple of weeks, a couple of months because not you trying to change your format, your podcast. I used to follow him with the AEW review now he got this other guy in there that I, I I can't watch this shit no more I can't so you know I'll I'll see his stuff a little bit depending on the topic uh but 
I can't. I mean, he just sometimes you need to stay in your lane. That's the way I see it. So, um, but uh, yeah, so that's the, the thing with WWE this week. Uh, uh, so not much to say about WWE. They, they're still doing SummerSlam. I don't even know when SummerSlam. But uh, Vandy Orange is going to beat Drew McIntyre. That's a that's a no-brainer right there. Uh, I noticed that Daniel Bryan is now the, in the back uh, setting up matches. I heard Grand Metalik had a great, fantastic match with AJ Styles. Um, so that's good. Um, but and also uh, there was uh, a tweet, a Twitter, a little tweet um, going back and forth between The Rock and Danny Bryan over. I think his daughter, I think listens to uh, a song in Moana with The Rock sang that song, and now Danny Bryan say it's stuck in his head, and they playfully claim let's have a match. I don't know if that's going to happen. I doubt that. The Rock got hurt the last time he was in the ring. So, and Daniel Bryan just had a kid, so who knows? We'll be right back after this. And we're back. So, let's go now to AEW. Uh, as recent as this uh, yesterday, Warner Media uh, was who's uh, part of TNT. The guy who was responsible for bringing T, uh, AEW to TNT has, is leaving. Mr. Kevin O'Reilly is leaving because of a shake of Warner Media. Uh, so, AEW, uh, Cody, AEW EVPs, Cody said there's nothing to worry about when it comes to AEW's future. So, um, he pretty much is saying there's nothing to worry about. I mean, this, um, may not affect them bad, but remember that supposedly AEW was supposed to have a, a third hour on the show, like the AEW Dark that you see now in, um, YouTube. Was supposed to be a third hour TNT show. Well, apparently that has not happened yet. That's been a holdup. There's been a lot of shakeup going on in Warner Media. Uh, so the only thing that's helping, uh, I think AEW, is the fact that they bring in almost seven hundred thousand plus, and they almost brought almost a million on TNT. And I think one day one of the highest rating shows in TNT right now. But of course, you know you're gonna have the. Uh, I know there's gonna be a couple of weeks where AEW is not going to be showing Wednesday instead of I think it's one one of them is going to be on Thursday if I'm correct I could be wrong on uh, a couple of them on Saturday uh, so let me see let me look uh, yeah week of August 17 which is uh, a week from this when uh, I think a week from this Wednesday um, they're gonna have Due to the NBA schedule, they're going to have the following Wednesday, August 19th episode will air Saturday, August 22nd. And then Wednesday's August 26th episode is going to be on Thursday. And then the Wednesday, September 16th episode is going to be September 17th. That's a Thursday. So uh, I may have the AEW Dynamite review in between those I don't know how I'm going to do that because it's going to be crazy. But what I'll do is I'll um, I will change the format because usually I do the AEW Dynamite. But right now, those, that's what's going on. The NBA, now the playoffs are going to start. And already Warner Media already put sent out press release that these shows, again, the seventh, the 19th, it will be air the 22nd. That will be a Saturday. And then uh, 26th, the following week, it will be air the next day, the 27th which will be Thursday, and then September 16th, 
uh, episode will be uh, Thursday, September 17th. So, um, probably just the, the craziest one how I'm going to get that in will be the uh, August the August 19th episode, which is going to show the 22nd, that Saturday. So, that means I'll probably do it together with my weekend uh, wrestling roundup. So, uh, that's going to be a long show, but... But it'll be fun because then I'll have something to do and I might have a guest. Who knows? And we could have, a, you know, some type of show. But, again, AEW, nothing to worry about as far as the, the shakeup in terms of media. And Warner Media, I mean. So, uh, that, you know, that's something to watch going on. Also, uh, supposedly, Brandy Rhodes closed her Twitter account. Apparently, she tried to do uh, some type of AEW heel and was charging fans for $50 to be part of that. My question is, why are you do? What are you doing? Like, why? Why would you do that? Stop. She's pushing a, a brand. And I'm going to keep saying that She's pushing the brand and the nightmare all wrong. She's doing it all wrong. And then she closed down her Twitter account because people were bullying her online and using the N-word on her. So she got pissed off and, and closed it down. I mean, these, I mean, the IWC, you know, is just, you know, infested with toxic people. And people that get online and want to be thugs behind a computer. And just say the most outlandish shit online. And it's, you got to be like wondering, like, who are these people? And why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you get out of that? But then again, like I said, Randy Rose, um, Brandy Rose put herself in a situation where why are you trying to sell something online and then you charge $50 to fans when the AEW Women's Division sucks? I'm sorry. They suck. You need they, They're doing this tournament for a tactic, some cup there. But you need to fix your division. Sadie Gibbs has not been seen. Anybody find where Sadie Gibbs was at? And why not? B. Prisley's in Japan. Riho is in Japan. Uh, the other girl that comes with that mustache, I forgot her name, is in Japan. There's a bunch of people in Japan. Park is still in England. There's a bunch of stuff going on that, you know, that needs to be fixed in when it comes to the women's division. And, and, and they're not fixing it. They're not fixing it. They're putting a, a little, you know, a, a little band-aid on it. And Brandy and Kenny, Kenny Omega. Omega is behind the women's division thing. And he's not really pushing anything the way I see it. He's too busy worrying about if he's going to be, going to become the, the again, the um, the Kenny Omega from old, from J- New Japan, uh, whatnot. So, and, you know, people probably listening to me right now and saying to us, wow, he's attacking AEW. Yes, I am attacking AEW because AEW right now, they doing great. Don't get me wrong. It's just that the women's division sucks. It's, it's that's it. It sucks. And then what they did a couple of weeks ago, as far as sometime, I, I was telling this to my friend. This things, this there's a couple of things. Now that they've been around for almost a year, I'm looking at stuff that they done that doesn't make sense. Here's one right now. One, Allie. Allie was the manager. She was the bunny for Butch and Blake. How in the hell? She ended up being with the Nightmare Nightmare Faction, the Nightmare Collective, or whatever they're known, the Natural Nightmares. And now she's with QT Marshall. What? How did that happen? Somebody explain that one to me. Second, 
Santana and Ortiz. These guys were the hottest tag team free agent last year. This time last year. Everybody wanted them. WWE wanted them. Ring of Honor wanted them. Impact, you know, they had let them go. But they were the hottest heel. Now they, almost a year later, a year, almost a year already, already a year, when they showed up at All Out and they became part of the inner circle and they have not won the tag team belts yet. Kenny Omega and Hyman Page has held for those belts for over six months. It's, it's ridiculous. And then they lose to the best friends this week? Come on. You need to put, you need to hook them up with Eddie Kingston. That's the guy they need to hook up. Take them out of them inner circle. Inner circle is dying slowly. Dying slowly. Sammy Guevara, talking about inner circle, grabbed the wrong freaking chair and busted Matt Hardy in the head with the chair. Uh, gave him 13 stitches. Uh, crazy guys. Again, Sammy Guevara, F-subs. And this guy just came back from suspension, and he's just reckless. That was a reckless move he did. Just grabbing the chair just throwing it. The edge of the chair hitting Matt Hardy in the head, busting him wide open. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. That's another issue there. Lance Archer. What are they doing with him? Lance Archer lost to Cody, and he has not wrestled anybody. He fought Joy Janela. And worthless match. You know what I'm saying? Don't understand. They're not doing nothing with him. Brody Lee, I think... I mean, even though he has his dark order, I like what they put it. Have him in a big storyline, but that's what they should have been doing. Brian Cage right now is gonna go probably one on one with with uh, Darby Allen, another guy who sh- he should have won the TNT belt, not Cody. And speaking about that damn TNT belt, please fucking get the gold plates for that belt. That belt looks horrible. Every week I see it, I'm like, can somebody pick that Toys R Us belt? It's it's getting it's getting horrible. So, yes, I am criticizing stuff that AEW is not doing. And I don't want to hear, oh, it's going to take time. A, a, a belt does not take time. WWE has done already, did the United States belt in a matter of weeks. And and they were and then good with it. So, how is it that AEW can't get a, to go place on those belts? That belt looks horrible. I'm sorry. That big TNT in the front, you should have just... Put it better than that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that's just me. So, uh, AEW needs to get this shit together. Even though the the storylines with the elite uh, FTR Dark Order that was great. Even though people were complaining that the uh, referee lost control of the match, I think it was much better than the one lat the week before that. Was. That definitely was lost control of that. But like I said, and I said before, I was just watching it because of the storyline. The storyline race telling you that FTR is going to turn on the Elite. Omega is going to confront them sometime this week. You got Scope. Um, Matt Cardona came in. I don't know why he came in. to probably to get a shirt. Because his wrestling skills is still the same the way they were in WWE. So he didn't show me nothing new. At all. And Cody is now pretty much just told everybody who his next challenger is. Which is Scope Sky. And they're going to face off this week. So... It'll be interesting to see Scorpio, see Scorpio Sky beat Cody. I, let me, not for nothing, but I think they're making Cody look too, too good. Like he could beat everybody. And I'm one that you have to balance it out. You can't have Cody winning, beating everybody. Even guys who are not even in the, in the AEW. Uh, they brought in Warhorse. They brought in Warhorse. And Warhorse did pretty well in the match. Only to be 
overshadow about Matt Cardona. And you think, well, Matt Cardona must be probably practicing. And Matt Cardona showed up last week, and it was like watching a Raw or SmackDown show. He needs better He needs better movement. He needs better uh, better finishing hold because, no. And, and please don't let him bring that internet title in to AEW because I'll be pissed off. So, anyway, guys, this is it. This is what I have. I gave you everything. So, um, again, um, that is the, the news and uh, the three topic, main topics that I was talking about. I'm, I mean, I included NXT in there. Uh, again, AEW beat NXT. Uh, and AEW had 902,000. They needed 98,000 people more. They would have made a million. So, I feel bad for NXT for the fact I love NXT. Oh, I used to love NXT with Triple H was in, in command, but you know McMahon is all over. He got, he got his hands all over that. But I think Triple H is trying to cover it, make it look like he's still in charge. He's not in charge. So with that, guys, uh, check me out. Let me know what you think about this podcast. Uh, um, once I uh, put it on Twitter, um, subscribe to the Apple Podcast, subscribe to Anchor, subscribe to Stitcher, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. That's where all you can hear this podcast from. All those uh, major platforms of podcasts and all the podcasts that you hear. So t- subscribe to it. Uh, leave me a, uh, your your comments on that. And I would shout you out on my show if you uh, leave a comment. Um, also, uh, you can check me out on my YouTube channel called The Chokeslide Wrestling Report. I just left again. Like I said earlier, I left a video about a couple of days ago about these raw underground. How this is not going to succeed because that's lazy booking on WWE's part. And it's been said. I mean, this lazy booking. Uh, so check that out. Uh, hit the notification bell. Just give me a comment on that video if you like. Um, you know, check the links on top: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and check me out. And you know, give me a feedback or what you think there. Until then, guys, it is a Sunday. Hot Sunday in New York City. I am the ultimate. Again, thank you for listening to another episode of Chokeslide Wrestling Report. And I'll see you guys Thursday for the AEW Dynamite Review. Good day.